What's going on? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live, baby. We are live and in here. For those who know, we are at the Paladine Cigar. Um, is this a cigar lounge? Bar? I said a lounge. I call it a lounge. We can yeah. call it a lounge. This is the Paladine Cigar Lounge. So if you're in the area, you're in the DFW area, address is 6080 South Hewland. Right here in the heart of Fort Worth, Texas. So make sure y'all come out and get you a cigar or come watch the game. Do something. Maybe we sit in and listen to our live podcast. Okay. This is the tap in. Um, as you know, you know we got that on tap. We got the drink on tap. I got a special guest special? in the building. Yes, you are special. Okay, appreciate it. Not in this, not in the special way like um like good special, like in the third third special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give it up for my guest, Mr. Glenn. Pronounce your last name, Hinkle. 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 Yeah. Glenn Hinkle. This yeah. is my my work buddy, man. Uh, you know, during bathroom breaks and restroom breaks, we always talk, and he always pulls me to the side and, hey Dante, did you see that in the news? Did you did you did you check this out? So I never have enough time to actually talk to him, you know, about, you know, different stuff. So I said, you know what? How about you come on my podcast and we can have a long thought out conversation about, you know, different stuff. So, Glenn, where, where are you originally from? Um, actually from Texas. I was born here. Um, my dad is an ex-minister. So we moved quite a bit. Uh, we moved around. We moved to Arkansas, a place like that. My family, they all originated over near the Memphis border, right on the Arkansas side. So Okay. Kind of where I had my coming of age there. Okay. okay. Kind of down? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so your background, your nationality would be what? Because this is the part that, that messed me up. You look, you got... Let me describe it for the people who what this, what Glenn looks like. He's white. Dante. He's white, bald head, blue eyes, speaks fluent Spanish. So they're green. I, they're green. Oh, okay. Green eyes. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> green eyes. So what's what's your nationality? Uh, I'm white. White. Like just, just straight white. I'm straight and white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is it no? Well, the family, um, my family originated in Germany. Um, it was spelled a different way, and I'm sure it was pronounced Hankel at one okay. time. You know, <laughs> the strong German accent. <laughs> yeah, they came over um, in the mid 1700s. So you know, before it was a country, we were here. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Just want to establish it because when we we're about to dive into Glenn's favorite subject, and he's known right now on Twitter as pussy ass bitch. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. So, how did you come? Like, you're you're a Republican, right? Are um, you registered as a Republican? I'm registered as a Republican, but it's you know the Republican Party is. I'm conservative. I'll put it that way. Okay. What does conservative mean? 
conservative means um, traditional values, small government, limited government, low taxes, things like that. Individual liberty is pretty okay. much what it means. And Republican, would they fall under that? They do. Most of the Republicans I know have that same yeah. ideology. Like, Yeah, but when someone like myself says, hey, I'm a conservative, it's because they're not very happy with a lot of times what the uh, Repu Republican Party has done. So, you know, they kind of, they, they have certain politicians, they call them rhinos. Rhinos. Um, and that means it's R-A-N-O, it's Republican in name only. So you have a lot of them that will side with the left when they're trying to pass policies and bills and laws and things um, in Congress. So a lot of them kind of, you know, they stray away from those conservative values. Okay. And I don't even know how I even became Democrat. Like, I really only vote. It's genetic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. Like, and... A lot of times I don't agree with the, the Democratic people because I feel like no matter what, either side is going to fuck you. We've been we've been messed over by the Democrats. We've been messed over by the Republican. We've been messed over by the government. And when I say we, I mean like everybody, everybody, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, the working class people. Yeah. Social Security is basically bankrupt. We'll mm -hmm. never see any of that ever. I agree. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I, I really don't ride with a party per se, mm -hmm. but I am registered as a Democrat. I don't know why, but I I, I just am. Okay. I, I really want to, I feel like I should change my registration and just be independent. You could. Yeah. I think I think that's what I'm going to do. You know, you, you fall into the middle category on a lot of stuff like gun rights and things like that, gun control. Yeah. Uh, from what we've talked about before. And, you know, the thing is, is you have to base everything on your principles and your values. So, you know, your values, you know, you have you're, you are middle of the road. You know, I'm further to the right, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you do fall into that category of you kind of straddle the line a little bit. Because I'm I guess and. Because I, I really don't follow politics that close, mm -hmm. but some of the things that I see that hits the mainstream media, mm -hmm. either I agree with it or I don't agree with it, or mm -hmm. some of it I'm just like, yeah, that's that's straight bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? But let's dive in. So you will be considered... Did you vote for Trump? Yeah. Okay. But um, at first... I did vote like in the primary, he was not my guy. Okay. You know? But after the primary, when you know, hey, your Republican uh, candidate is Trump, and so it's Trump or Satan in a pantsuit, uh, <laughs> I went Better Trump. known as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. But, but to be honest with you, um, I voted for Ted Cruz in the primary because at that time, Ben Carson was there was no way he could win. They right. knew that he was going to speculate that they were speculating that um, he was going to be dropping out any time. But I actually had a Ben Carson bumper sticker on my car for I, kn I knew Ben thing. wasn't going to win at all. But I liked him though. 
I mean, I don't think he could have beat Hillary because he doesn't have the persona. Um, he doesn't have the, uh, you know, the charisma. He doesn't have that personality um, to, to do it, I think. And a lot, that's what a lot of it is. A lot of people will look at the candidate, and if they're smooth and they're outgoing, like Obama was, you know, they'll vote for that person, even though they don't really know a lot about it. Not saying that people did. Um, didn't know a lot about him, but you know, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. They, they like I like the way this guy acts, talks. You know, he just seems genuine, and that's why. So they how did he, how did people vote for Trump? Because if were, if we're going by that criteria, he's mm-hmm. smooth. His career. Oh, he's not <laughs> charismatic. <laughs> like Trump is none of these things. You know what I mean? Right. And I, he. Mm-hmm. But, but what I will say is. As far as Trump personalities, he's loud, right? Uh-huh. He he's, he says what's on his mind, yeah. and he and he's straight, mm-hmm. right? A lot of stuff he don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's just making Co-fefe. up shit, huh? Kofefe. Yeah, so <laughs> he he doesn't know a lot of what he's talking about. But at the same time, I will say, as somebody who who I wouldn't say lost, but doesn't have an, a, a political identity. The person with the loudest voice is the one that people are going to follow. A lot of times that's true. I think the main reason that he won was he was tired. or Not he was tired, but the people in general were tired of the same old, same old politics in general. They were tired of politicians that would, you know, they're just coming in. They're, we're going to do this. And it's the same thing every time. Every politician basically promises you the same thing. You have the conservatives lower taxes smaller government we're going to balance the budget we're going to cut down on the deficit doesn't happen then you have the left who's always i'm going to do this for you we're going to give you this program and it's going to be great and it never happened so i think the people were just tired of it and i also think a lot of it that caused her to lose was people just didn't like her Right. She's not a very likable person. Do you think that was based on Bill Clinton? Or you think that was based on just her merit alone? Because a lot of it, I think, people didn't like Bill. And then they just, you know, trickled it down to to her. <clears throat> Even though she did say, you know, black people are, uh, what did she say? They were the super predator. Yeah, the super predator. I hacked that in my notes, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me interject here, Dante. Uh, I think everybody loves me. I think they just thought that my wife was a bitch. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's that's really what it is. I know a lot of people that voted for Clinton still like Clinton to this day, even though with all the accusations of rape and all that stuff that have come out against them, and you know, just some of the stuff the Clinton Foundation, all the corruptness behind that stuff, I think they still like him because he was likable. He's smooth. I have an aunt that actually knows him Mm. personally. Met him several times. She was in the government in Arkansas because I lived there for quite a while. Oh, okay. And she knows them both. And she's like, he's very smooth, very charismatic, likable guy. And he is. I mean, he really is. You got to watch out for those kind of guys, though. You know, people... I'll go into this. He was very smooth. He is someone that you have to look out for. But so no, I don't I don't think that was that it was Hillary or Bill 
rather that actually hurt her. I think she actually, or he actually helped her um, when it comes to that. I just think that people, she, her, she has a very grating personality mm-hmm. in the way she talks to people. Um, and, and the pandering as well. I don't know if you've ever, ever seen it. I have the the where she goes to the it was I think it was the African American in congregation and she's like I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> you ever hear her say that? No, I never. Yeah, heard it was say in, that. you know it's the old uh, the old spiritual from back in the slave days. It was a, I don't feel no ways tired. It's mm. like one of those those songs. Yeah, and she's saying that with a cadence that she absolutely does not use. Right, and so I think she's just disingenuous. That's one thing you can say about Trump. He's not disingenuous. Whether you like it, <clears throat> whether you yeah. like what he's saying, or what he, or you don't, he's going to say it. I mean, much to my chagrin, because when he says stuff, I'm like, no, just shut up. Don't say yeah. that. Don't stop. stop. <laughs> he doesn't know when to stop. That's, no. that's his issue. I will give you this, though. I think a lot of it is, is number one, he can't help himself sometimes, because he's just, he can't help but say what he wants to say and what he feels. I think the other part of it is, is he's trolling people because he knows the far left is going to get so angry and so worked up about it that everyone, you know how you get backlash, like the whole Me Too movement. Now everybody's like, God, I'm tired of hearing about this. They're tired. of You know, I'm so sick of hearing about the, you know, the trendy topic that everybody's upset about. Everybody's (laughs) angry about. They just get tired of it. And there's backlash when you hear about it too much. And I think that's part of what it was. Yeah. And I remember, like, I remember Hillary going on uh, the Breakfast Club. It's his popular. <laughs> you, did you see it? What do you carry? Hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What, what, I'm like, that's not who you really are. You know what I mean? And that's why, for me, I was like, you know what? I don't, I, did I even vote? You don't remember? No, I don't remember if I voted for her because after I seen that, I was just like, I'll just leave it blank. I'd rather nobody get my vote as far for the president, and I'll just vote on everything else. You know, I supposedly I've read articles, but again, these are articles defending her, saying that you know, hot sauce is supposed to be healthy, like it's supposed to have some kind of beneficial health. So they're saying, well, yeah, she does. She does carry it all the time. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, but no, here's no. what they said in that in the Breakfast Club interview. He says the guy's like, "Hey, are you just saying that dress just to just to pander? Get, yeah, just to pander." She goes like, and to get votes and to win favor, you know, kind of. I don't. I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah. And she just looks at him, and goes, "Is it working?" Right. And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was screaming at my phone, "No, it's not working. <laughs> Stop it!" And, well, and that's that's the one thing. Like everybody, like or for mo- most people, like targeted when they go for when they're trying to win a big election right they target mm-hmm. the black vote i feel like oh absolutely they do every election cycle and historically uh, at least up until this point they only remember the black community every four years exactly and that's what happens they they oh, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make your life better and then the next thing you know is like hey thanks for the vote see you in four years right exactly and we never get anything. Never get mm-hmm. anything. And and that's what I, that's why I'm just. It's like I'm almost fed up with the whole election process. I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know what? We're not getting shit any 
either way, you know what I mean? Whether from the Republicans or the Democrats. You know, it kind of reminds me of Walmart because now it's almost constantly, um, you know, campaigning season because it seems like, oh, the election was just a year and a half, two years ago, and now they're in full election mode again. Mm -hmm. It's like going to Walmart in, like, September, and they already have the Christmas stuff out. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. We got to fill these aisles back up with stuff. Mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> Make sure you get it early. Mm -hmm. So here's my issue mm. with, with Trump is, and rightfully so. Me and you were talking the other day. It's like a lot of stuff he should get credit for, right? Mm -hmm. right. A lot of stuff that he's done, he should get credit for. But as much, and I think, I think what happens is, Black people get so caught up in all the negative shit that he's that he's caused. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? As far as the influx of fighting between white nationalists and the KKK and all these different you know hate groups, mm -hmm. they can't see the good that he's done because he's caused so much, so much anger and built up that that you know for a long time whether it was through Obama or or mm -hmm. through that whole presidency, it was, like, suppressed. But now everybody is fucking like, oh, fucking, man, we hate you, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it, it's just crazy right now. And I think he's inciting that anger. Well, he's, he's letting people get, he had people being, he's giving people permission to, to act like that. You know what I mean? You know, I I think that he does say a lot of things that are over the top, not necessarily inciting anger and violence. What What do you mean not inciting? Inciting anger and violence. That whole thing that happened in uh, Virginia. Charlotte, Char North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. I'm Charlottesville. I'm not going to help you, actually. I should, I'm not going to give you. Yeah. I'm going to help you a lot of no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That whole thing, that was, right. that was a direct cause from, from what Trump said. In Charlottesville. That, I'll, I'll tell you this. White nationalism is a problem. It's definitely not the biggest problem the country has. But, for instance, when Trump says things about the border, securing the border, et cetera, and then you have people like the white nationalists, yeah, get, keep them Mexicans out of here. You know? <laughs> He's wanting to secure the border for national security because it's not good for the economy just to let people flood in. But you've got these guys over here. They're like, yeah, keep them out. It's because they're racist. Right. And that's but true. My, my question is, was there an issue with immigrants coming to the country before he became president? Yeah, absolutely. And so no other president addressed this or this wasn't what, one of their main talking points? I'll, I'll tell you this. If you look at some interviews where you have these, they're conservative guys, and they'll go out in the public and they'll interview people. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, what do you think about when Trump said this about immigration? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's so racist. That's terrible. Um, blah, 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 blah. You know, this, what they've heard on TV, they're just reciting it. It's what I call drive-by. The guy <laughs> I used to work with, I used to call him drive-by. Because he'd come by and he'd say something that he had heard on CNN, just a headline. He'd go, hey, man, what about this? Pew! And he's gone. <laughs> and he'd take off. He'd take off because he doesn't want to hear what I have to say because that's all he knew was the headline. Um, but, you know, he, for instance, 
Obama technically deported more people than Trump. Okay, that he did. But here's what happens: is you've got the media portraying because they like him. The, the media you have you do acknowledge is they lean left. Very yeah. very little media leans right. Yeah. Every time something happens in. Uh, you know, where he says something about, we got to secure the border. You're racist. It's terrible. But the media doesn't portray it in a racist tone when it's their guy in office. Now, as far as Charlottesville goes, um, <clears throat> what he said was, you know, hey, there were, <clears throat> excuse me, there are very fine people on both sides of the aisle. But that's all you'll hear on the news. If you ever listen to his whole quote, he says there were people that were there protesting the taking down of these statues because they feel it's a very important part of history. And then you've got other, you know, and then you've got other people that were peaceful protesters on the other side. But you also had a section of each of those groups that were violent and inciting. And both sides were. But here's what they do on the news. They only play you the quote where he says they're very fine people on both sides. Oh, he's saying that the white nationalists are very fine people. The part that they don't play, and if you go look that up, he actually says, and I'm not talking, he goes, there were, he goes through in detail, and he says, and I'm not talking about the white nationalists and the Nazis. They should be condemned completely. But they don't ever hear that. <clears throat> yeah, because I never heard him condemn Nazis ever. Like, I never heard, the way, the same venom that he did back in, what was that, 85 with the Central Park Five, mm-hmm. the same venom that hey he, he prosecute them before due process is exact same way. I want him to have the same energy when it comes to those white nationalists in Charlottesville. That's the fair. same way, because the but he's not giving you that same energy, and that's why we're <laughs> like he's fucking hypocritical or. He he may be racist. So what they call is suspected. Um, what is it? Suspected racist, suspected white racist, some shit like that. But it's like I, he, I don't know. I'm not a woman. I can't read your mind. <laughs> well, I'm like I don't know. But <clears throat> but the same energy that he had with with those five guys with the Central Park Five mm-hmm. and. It was like everybody thought they were guilty. Everybody mm-hmm. thought this is what they were mm-hmm. supposed to do. I want him to speak with that same venom when it comes to those white nationalists. As long as he's fair and he speaks with that same energy, mm-hmm. black people won't have a problem with him. But the problem is he's he's not. He always gives these nice PC, hey, there were nice people on both sides. Yeah, and well, you know what I mean? You know, he says... Here's the thing, though, Dante, is you're not hearing you, the news sources that you're watching. He says the white nationalists and the neo-Nazis should be condemned completely. There's no place for hate. He'll say those things, but they're not showing you those things because that's not their agenda. But at the same time, he may he may say that, right? And but it you're is, saying he's it, not. It, it, he angry may not, enough about it. He's no, 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 no. He may, he may say that, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at one of his his rallies or his on his on his campaign trail, he was like, matter of fact, a, for perfect example, when we were talking about the NFL, mm-hmm. get those son of a bitches off off the floor or off the field mm-hmm. if they don't want to if they don't want to stand. Get them son of a bitches or whatever he called mm-hmm. them. Why wouldn't he speak? 
about those white nationalists in Charlottesville with that same energy. The, they're, it's disrespectful. I mean, that's what he felt. <laughs> it's disrespectful to the country How? for them to do that. How? Why are you going to kneel during the national anthem? Because a soldier told Kaepernick that's a way that you can show respect to the country, to the flag, as well as, you know, be a, a peaceful protest. I think that was probably bad advice in hindsight. From the from an actual soldier? Yeah. That's what soldiers do when when and even if even all the players do that now. You ever seen a player when they go down or a players are mm-hmm. injured, they, they go the right up to them and kneel, uh-huh. take their helmet off. Well, it, in the same line of thinking as the um, you know, maybe he should be more adamant about it. It's hard to look at Kaepernick and go, "Hey, you know, I respect your right to protest." when you're wearing socks that depict police that depict police officers as pigs. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I think that I mean, was a little he's you definitely got an agenda. Like I said, neither side is perfect. But when you look at that, you're gonna piss off your average everyday you know, American. They're not gonna like it. I mean it's I just agree. A, I just think it was just a it was a bad idea. I mean as far as the police brutality goes, stuff like that, you know, if a police officer actually is guilty of you know killing someone that's innocent, try them. You know, whatever. We, Send them we've to jail. done that. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't have any problem with it. I mean, yeah, they they broke the law. I mean, it's it's. I mean, why in the hell would you shoot somebody running away? <laughs> you know, and then you just. I'm like, what's what? What kind of sense does that make? Why would you do that? You have to know. I mean, it's a really bad lapse of judgment just you know what i'm gonna shoot this dude as he's running away from me i mean that's why that, you have to know hate. you're not gonna get away with it that's hate it may be that that's that may pure be. hate but i can tell you what the vast majority of cops don't get up and go go shoot me a black guy today <laughs> they probably don't <sighs> they probably do? don't what you gonna do this morning what are you gonna do at work <laughs> honey he'll shoot me a black they don't do that i mean i'm telling you the vast majority of cops are good people. You do have a couple of bad elements, just as in any type of, you know, in any type of uh, job anywhere, just general population. But when they do something like that, yeah, absolutely. But when something happens, make sure you get the evidence. Make sure you, you know, make sure you know what's happened. You know, look at the evidence. Let's weigh everything instead of just going crazy and all of a sudden rioting, and then you find out some guy had like a gun, was pointing at the cops. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? In, I'm going to tell you, in in history, right, black people have never rioted for just just for the sake of it. It's, it's always been the cop has gone to trial. They, black people, for, for whatever reason, are the most forgiving people that I have it is fucking making me it makes me sick that they're the most forgiving people ever and they never riot until after a, 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 um, a trial comes injustice yes that's when they get upset you know recently in Memphis there's a guy who went and he like responded to a Craigslist ad this guy had a car for sale Mm-hmm. Guy shows up, says he says, "Hey man, you live? Right, let me see if I can drive it. Check it out. Yeah, 
he shoots the owner of the car six times, takes off, and the cops, you know, the marshals, the state state police and everything, show up. They find out where the guy's at, and he's and he's on Facebook like, yeah, they're going to have to kill me. They're going to take me alive, you know, stuff like that. He's a black guy? Yeah. Okay. And so he comes out of the house when the cops have it surrounded. He jumps in a car, rams the police car, jumps out with a weapon, and they shoot the guy and kill him. And they rioted, and they were, like, a whole bunch of police recently were, like, injured. I'm like, this dude had a gun. He yeah, just shot yeah, yeah. somebody, and now you're rioting. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, I think everybody, regardless of your race, has to tone it down and sit back and look and just, you know, hey, look at the facts. You know, that, that whole thing is, like, one thing about, I'll give you an example. Trayvon Martin, right? Okay. Okay. George Zimmerman, it was like, oh, it's a white guy shot, killed Trayvon Martin. He was half Puerto Rican. Right. Or, no, Peruvian. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you something. Barack Obama is considered a black man. That dude is Peruvian. We're not claiming him, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're not claiming George Zimmerman. No. And the thing about it is he supported Obama. He was registered Democrat. Mm. And he actually did community work for, you know, for children, like, you know, kids, their parents were in jail, like, uh, you know, a lot of the kids were African American, he mentored them, and he took them to lunch, and he did programs like that with them. And he, there's, I was listening to a guy on a radio where he did a report on Zimmerman, and Zimmerman felt betrayed when all of that happened, because he's like, you know, this is my people, you know, consider, you know, the left and the Democratic Party, and they've turned on me. That's what he felt when that happened. So, how can George Zimmerman feel betrayed? Like, well, he feels betrayed because they think they portrayed him unfairly, and he feels like it's his side of the aisle that did it. He's. I think he's an asshole, but yeah. that's just me, you know. But <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked that he's still walking around. Honestly, you would. Yeah, you'd think that somebody would have taken him out by uh, now. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that he's still. If I but, didn't have shit to live for, I would have been. I would have. You know what? It it's amazing that people. You can come to that point. You really can because if you don't have anything to live for, you like. I mean, there's probably one or two people in this world that I would. That probably have a bad demise i guess if i was <laughs> a bad person or if i just said you know what screw it i'm done i'm out you know? yeah yeah I mean, yeah just, I mean, listen I was, everybody has a little bit of that in them where they just like <laughs> like fuck it i'm going all out yeah <laughs> but you know going back to the trump thing if you 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 mentioned that uh the civil rights thing with mm -hmm. the renting to african-americans Hit him and his father, I I read up on that. That was back in like seventy two and seventy four. It was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, not saying that's right, you know, if it's true. But that's what that's what that's thirty five, almost forty years ago. Right. But in the same token, give you some of the stuff like you know how Hillary called people super predators. Right. She was in an interview recently. Where they were, the, the the host was interviewing her, and she said, "Well, what about um, um, 
Rahm Emanuel. She was mixing up Rahm Emanuel and uh, uh, what was it, Eric? Who was Rahm Emanuel? Rahm Emanuel was like in his administration. Now oh, he's like okay. the mayor of Chicago. And what was uh, his attorney general? Or Eric, what was it? I forget his name. I'm having a brain fart. Shit, I don't know. Well, anyhow, it was it was Obama's attorney general, Rahm Emanuel and Eric Holder. Eric Holder, okay. And the host got him mixed up. And Hillary goes, I know. They all look those like. <clears throat> and she starts laughing. See? And the thing is, is you're not, not you, but they don't hold someone to the same standard if if it's on their side of the aisle. That's why I think a lot of it is manufactured. A lot of it is. Now, I can guarantee you that some of the things that Trump has said, if you're looking for racism, oh, yeah, you're, you're, definitely gonna, you're, you're definitely going to, oh, hell, that's the racist, most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even surprised by racist shit no more. No. I'm not. I mean, like, I'm tell not. You what. <laughs> I mean, you listen to Dave Chappelle. Yeah. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Everybody loves Dave Chappelle, right? Absolutely. You know, I, was, I was listening to uh, an interview with him the other day, and he said the reason, one of the reasons that he left the Chappelle show is he got to the point where all of his, his comedy that was, you know, a lot of it was, most of it was race-based, you know, comedy. Mm-hmm. He got to the point where he said he felt uncomfortable because he no longer felt like the people were laughing with him. They were laughing at it. Mm-hmm. So... And that's understandable. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, you know what? I fuck with good people. You know what I mean? Like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're a good dude. You yeah. know what I mean? I know. That's why I came over here. Yeah. <laughs> I always told you at work, I'm like, you know, Dante, if there's anybody I would hang out with, have a beer, you maybe you and one other person in the whole building. I agree. Like it's not a lot of people I would, it's not it's not a lot of people that I would even want to be my Facebook friend. Right. I don't have nobody that work in my Facebook friends and I have plenty of requests. Requests in my in my Facebook way. little lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just sit in there. You know, my <clears throat> I have to be careful because when I post something on Facebook and my dad is an ex-minister, missionary mm-hmm. Baptist. I tell mm-hmm. people we were damn near Quakers when we were kids, <laughs> like very conservative. The church door was open. We were there, and I still go to church, you know, on Sundays. But I have to be careful because when someone posts something and tags me, hey, Glenn, you know, and they're, like, posting some obscene or something that's racy. Yeah. And I've got, like, family members aunts and uncles that are in their 70s or 80s on my Facebook page. My dad's church members of the church where he goes. And I'm like, delete, delete, delete. You, know, I, I, you can't put that on here. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know, you're out of your mind. You can't, you can't tag me in that. You know? Hey, Glenn, remember when we were hammered? And, like, no, I, no, I, I, don't. I don't. Who are you? You know, I got a buddy of mine that we have conversations. I said, hey, I almost said this on your on your Facebook, uh, on your Facebook page, you know, and you know, he was describing his girlfriend uh-huh. and then I finally saw her on some of his Facebook things. I'm like, oh, you know, you know, I almost said, Hey, you're kind of right. You know, you know, just like his description of her. He goes, dude, you do that. I'll block your ass. And I act like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> he like, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't have a lot of friends, you know. I tell people that I tell people all the time. There's two, two, two types of people in this world, and 
those are the people that absolutely hate my guts uh-huh. <laughs> or those that really like me a lot. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not an in-between. Like, you'll never hear anybody say, he's an all right guy. He's okay, you know. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Like, it's you want me, want me to tell you when I, the day that I was like, you know what? I'm going to start talking to this guy. It was in the elevator when I did my Hannibal Lecter impression. No. When I came to the interview? Definitely remember not. That? No, I don't. You remember I don't. that? No, I don't. No, you were in the elevator. I was in the elevator. You were in the elevator when I was outside waiting. It was you. I came in for the interview, and I was sitting there waiting for them, because you know you have to sign in on the uh-huh. tablet there. I hate to say iPad, because I hate Apple, but... <laughs> um, but, and you said something, you were talking about science and lambs, and I said, that's right, Clarice. And you... He sounds just like him. And then <laughs> That's what there. I said? Yeah, you said something like that. I don't. No, but anyhow, anyhow what, what were you going to say? I was going to say the day where I was like, I'm going to start talking to this guy is the day when I recognized that you had the MAGA hat at work. When I <laughs> That's when I was like, I want to talk to this motherfucker right here. I was like, I want to know like <clears throat> what makes him want to wear that. That's when I. That's I can tell you what it is. I actually okay. gave that hat to her. She wants to wear it to school. Oh, okay. My dog. And for the people listening, it's not the bright red one, right? So it's real indiscreet. It's a blue jean has a little like flag on it, and right where where the on the left hand yeah, left like hand side where 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 the stripes are it just says maga right in little right. and i had to you had to actually pay attention to the hat to even notice it right now the reason i did that is because i know that when i go to el rancho mm-hmm. to the butcher shop <laughs> i don't want the secret sauce or any other fluids in my food <laughs> in your you know? food yeah i know I actually have another one. It says Trump 2020, uh-huh. like in big letters. It's actually a pretty nice hat. And to be honest with you, I don't like his over-the-top personality. I don't. I, I think that hurts him. I think he uses it, and he knows that he's setting off the left. But a lot of it is I just like to get a get a firestorm started. Like I get on Facebook. And that's the same Facebook. thing with him. Yeah. That's the same thing yeah. with him. He just likes to give everybody get people, riled, get up. riled up. That's it. I'll go to these debate groups on uh, Facebook, you know, and there's there's one of them where most of the people are left wing. I'm talking about like to the left wing, like one of the main contributors to the group refers to himself as Zai. Zai. You don't know. Okay, I'll explain nah. it. Yeah, please. In today's PC world of transgenderism and not using gender specific pronouns they say z as in he or she or zai when they're not identifying themselves as male or female so i mean it it's weird yeah and so i'll go on these sites where there's a whole bunch i mean you've got your right-wing loonies that are the white nationalists and the crazies and the you know the stereotype that you see there are a small section of them they're a small section <laughs> I keep stuttering because I keep hearing my echo. Yeah. That's why I'm doing that. But but you do have, that's good, you do have a small section of people that are the stereotype on both sides, you know. But what the media does is they magnify that side to make it look like that's the majority of that group. And they do it on the left and the right. On the right, if you watch CNN and MSNBC, we're all a bunch of snaggletooth hicks that, you know, we have 
everybody, you know, interbreeds, things like that. You know, they all think of a bunch of inbred hicks. And the right, they think of everyone on the left as a bunch of people with pink hair and dudes wearing dresses and stuff like that. I mean, that's right. what they look at them as. Right. But, um, yeah, but, I mean, but as far as, you know, that goes, I think they play both sides. Who, and you said they as in who? The media. I thought you said the media was like on the left. No, what I'm saying is most of the media does lean to the left, but your right-wing news stations and your left-wing news stations, not saying which one has a majority, I'm just saying the right news stations, they always play, you know, the most extreme example of the left, right. like Antifa. Yeah. You know who they are? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, I'll explain that in a second. They'll show the Antifa people protesting and rioting, and then they'll and then the left will show these people over here on the right, like at a Trump rally, if somebody gets into a fight. Well, the vast majority of people are just there chilling out. I've been to a Trump rally. I went just to check it out. I'm like, wow, this is, I want to see this. I mean, this is this is this is going to be crazy. Fucking so I go, weird. huh? Fucking weird. Uh, Trump rally. No, it wasn't. Well, I tell you what was weird. There's a guy walking around in the rally. Wearing a wedding dress. At a Trump rally? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I didn't ask him. Like, hey, man, um, why are you wearing a Why are you wearing Was a it wedding Dennis dress? Rodman? Huh? Was it Dennis Rodman? No, he's a white dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know that Dennis Rodman was banging Madonna, but that doesn't make him white, you know? No, I'm saying, but Dennis Rodman <laughs> did wear a wedding dress. Huh? Dennis Rodman did wear a wedding dress. Yeah, I know. I know he so, did. He was... You ever see those pictures of Cam Newton in, a, like, a tutu? No. I don't know what it was for, but hold on. But anyhow... Yeah, pull it up. Oh, yeah. Hold on. That's why I call him Cammy. Cammy. Mm-hmm. What I what I don't understand about the NFL, right, mm-hmm. is everybody is protesting the NFL, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, they're asking for a job and to play in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. what I don't understand. If if I was to to sue our job, oh shit, he's. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking at a fucking picture of Cam Newton. So this must have been like some rookie hazing shit, right? I don't know. It has to be. He has on like <laughs> nylon tutu. socks. It's a tutu. With a tutu dress <laughs> with a halo over his head. And another guy standing with him with another dress on. What? The, yes. What it's kind of like hell? Oscar De La Hoya. Remember yeah. him? Remember what happened to him? Yeah. He was high. Uh, he was high. That's he what put he on said. like women's lingerie. Yeah. And the chick he was with took pictures of him and extorted him. <clears throat> I show. I tell people about that. Lady I used to work with loves De La Hoya. I'm like, yeah, like when De La Hoya was in a dress. What are you talking about? I show her the picture. She's like, oh my God. Can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody yeah. knows. What were you saying? <laughs> um... As far as like people protesting NFL and mm-hmm. also want a job at the NFL, like for me, my thing is if if I'm going to sue the NFL mm-hmm. or if I'm going to protest and say the NFL is racist, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to still get a job there. there. You know what I mean? 
Well, I don't know. If they were willing to pay me $15 million a year, I still might. You know? <laughs> no, you, you ain't, you're not doing nothing but back putting yourself back in enslavement. That, that's, I feel like that's just counterproductive. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I would rather boycott it and not mm-hmm. deal with it. I Like, just say, fuck it. I'm not playing, right? Mm-hmm. Every player that, that says, fuck it, diminishes the brand of the NFL. Everybody who doesn't want to play in the NFL diminishes the brand. And once the brand is diminished, guess mm-hmm. what? Nobody is not want to go... Not not gonna want to play in the NFL, right? You know what's <clears throat> what was funny <clears throat> is I actually talked to a guy one time at work, and he was like, <clears throat> he's like, I said, you know, the protesting has actually hurt the NFL as far. I mean, they're not making as much money because they don't have as many viewers. A lot mm-hmm. of people got turned off by it. They didn't. I mean, I still watch my Cowboys. I'm gonna watch the Cowboys, you know. Oh, okay. so I'm gonna watch them. But they're like, <clears throat> and I told this guy, I'm like. Yeah, man, the NFL is losing money. And he's like, good. I hope they do lose money. And I'm like, now you do realize if the owners aren't making money, they're not going to pay the guys the amount that they're getting paid. Then you just saw that that glazed over look like, hmm. He's right. But the other part of that is I I love when people say in the NFL and NBA and Major League Baseball, any professional sport, when people complain, well, the owner is making five times as much as the players. I'm like, yeah, he's the owner. I'm like, you know, okay, we work for our company. Do you expect them to pay you as much as a CEO? <laughs> right. No. Exactly. And the other thing is, it's like, <clears throat> they're like, when people get mad because a CEO, CEO of a big company makes a lot of money, he's making $20 million a year, and his employees are making 12 bucks an hour. <laughs> Well, that's because he's in charge of making sure those people are employed right. and making their 12 bucks an hour. I'm like, when's the last time you got pissed off at Taylor Swift because she's making $80 million a year? Right. Now, here's something we talked about the other day, right? Yeah. About how we were talking about Trump and how he's done all these great things for the black community, right? Mm-hmm. And my argument was... That's a that's a res- trickle down effect. What you yes, said. a trickle down mm-hmm. effect, right? So you were a that, fan of uh, Ronald Reagan? No, <clears throat> not at because all. Because his whole thing was trickle down economics. It's called the, <laughs> the Reaganomics. Uh, I know it's trickle down. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, go ahead. Um, Reagan. See, I was that was like in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So I You're like I, I grew up in the eighties, so I didn't right. really pay attention. Yeah, I really wasn't paying mm-hmm. attention. I was playing outside right you know what i mean yeah but as far as like if i'm doing like if me and you are friends right mm-hmm. and me and you go into business and i say you know what glenn this is what i'm gonna do all the money that you're gonna make i'm gonna make sure you keep at least 75 percent of it you know what i mean i'm not gonna give you all these tax breaks mm-hmm. the trickle down effect is now your family gets to benefit, right? right. And that's how I feel like Trump mm-hmm. is doing for black people. So mm-hmm. when people say that, yeah, the unemployment rate from black people is it's has went Historic up to low. No, there's you said the other day it was like the unemployment rate for black people was went up to I don't know what percent, but it was like I was like No, it's at a historic low right now. It's at a historic low? It's at a historic low right now, yeah. 
So when you say low, you mean like the lot less people rate. are, huh? Less people are unemployed. Right. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I'm saying, that's just the trickle down effect for mm-hmm. Trump trying to be, you know, in bed with his billionaire friends that <laughs> are, you know, creating the jobs. Right. And the trickle down effect is, hey, somebody is that's black that's getting ten dollars an hour. So now they're working. Well, you know, it helps the whole country when you give everybody tax breaks. Like Mark Cuban, for instance, he said, oh, I, I just know that, that uh, you know, when, when Trump, if Trump wins, the stock market will just tank. That's what he said. He, he predicted the That's stock market said? crash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He expected. He, he said that, uh, yeah, I'm predicting a stock market crash. I'm like, okay, dude, you sold an internet site right before it tanked, you got lucky, and that's how you made your money. Right. You're not an economic genius. You're not even genius, okay? You just lucked out. You got lucky like J-Lo. She's not even talented, okay? All she did is have a big ass, yeah. and that's why she's famous. That's it. And she's kind of cute. She's fair, right? She dated P. Yeah. Diddy, whatever. But, yeah. Um, but the trickle-down effect, it helps everybody. I mean, it does. My taxes, I don't, I'm actually seeing less, less uh, coming out of my paycheck in taxes now. So it helps everybody. No, I I agree. You know, now but you're that just I'm, saying it's not intentionally to help the African American. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like his, his he has no intentions of really helping black people. His thing is, hey, after, I'm only going to be president max eight years, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully Until four. He, you know, he'll probably win, and then he'll yeah, change the rules. We don't know. Kind of like Nancy Pelosi does, and the Democrats yeah, when know. they don't I win. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, and he'll probably go for another nine, twelve years, something like that. <laughs> I see. Did you see the Instagram thing where mm-hmm. it was like Trump twenty 2020, twenty, Trump twenty twenty four, Trump twenty twenty eight? Yeah, I like, was he like, was, <clears throat> he he's joking. About oh, that. of course he is. He is. He's but joking. I don't know. I I don't know because even back Get your when. See, no, no, no. Listen, he was joking. I don't know if you ever seen the clip of him while he was on Oprah mm-hmm. when he was like, yeah, I may run for president. Like, I, Republicans are so dumb that, you know, I can say anything I want. And they'll still vote for me. Yep, he did say that. And, and that was a joke back in 1990 or something, back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Yep. And then, look, he ran as a Republican. And so it may be a joke now. But when it comes to that time, he may be actually serious. He's not going to do that. I mean, trust me, that's not on his agenda. Number one, he's too old. I mean, he's not going to make it. I mean, it's like what's really scary is like Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. you've got you've got forgetful Joe that almost lost his dentures during the debate. Do you see? What that? Was that dentures? I did yeah, see that his dentures. I'm like. Come on, dude. You were the vice president. You can't afford implants. I mean, <clears throat> are you that old that your bones got brittle and you can't even get the implants? You got to get. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't but, know what it was. But it, before when he was talking, he, when he was talking, he was like, you could see him doing this right here. You see him do the, the Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> he was doing his mouth, you know, because they were coming loose. <clears throat> and he's like. Bah. And then the climate change summit they had before that. He's, he's sitting there talking. All of a sudden, his eye filled up with blood, turned bright red, full of blood. You're like, here's a problem with the left is they can't get a candidate that's not about to kill over. 
remember when Hillary was like walking, getting into the van, and she does the she does the stiff leg of the and starts, you know, like falling. They had yeah. to hold her up by her shirt and throw her in the van <laughs> like a sack of potatoes, you know. And then you got then you've got Bernie Sanders, one point twenty one gigawatts. You know, he reminds me of Doc. Back to, the future. back to the future go back in time Marty and tell everyone that everything's gonna be free in the future you know I actually um, well I actually like Andrew Yang that's that's who I think I yeah. want yeah I like actually Andrew he, Yang he reminds me of Oprah you get a car you get a car you get a car you get a car because he's he's talking about giving thousand dollar basic I know. income but here's the thing about that though why, why would you do that? All it's going to do is cause the cost of living and inflation. No, he's going to stimulate the economy, right? And he and he's going to have, he said, um, the where the money is going to come from is the actual people who have, like, digital programs, right? Like, all these new businesses that are coming about, he's going to tax them. <laughs> he's going to tax them. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give 300 and 30 million people in the United States or mm-hmm. families, households, who knows what that number breaks down to. He's going to give them a $1,000 a month. You couldn't tax all of the richest people in the country making more than a million dollars and take all their money and pay for that. Why? Because Google is worth like billions. Yeah. I don't know who the word is. Uh, Facebook is worth billions. Yeah, they are. Uber is worth billions. Yeah. All these. But but what you're saying is I'm going to take money, $1,000, and give it to every family in the country. Here's what's going to happen. Eventually, you might get a short-term boost. You will. But then what's going to happen within a couple of years is it's going to the rate of inflation, the cost of living is just going to keep going up and up to meet that. It's just it's the same argument with the minimum wage. Everyone's like, we should make $15 the minimum wage. And then Rashida Talayeb, because she doesn't know how to spell her last name, she's like, we should make it $20. Like, well, hell, let's make it 100 Come on. Everybody's going to be driving a new Corvette. They're going to have a $450,000 house. Because eventually, it's going to catch up. The market adjusts itself to do that. Like, everybody's talking about- $1,000 a month is- Not a lot. It's, it's not, not a lot. It's no- but when you talk about every country, or every uh, family, rather, in the United States, that's a lot of money. That's kind of like when you start talking about Medicare for All. You've got Bernie, and you've got Alexandria, occasionally coherent, you know, talking about, we'll, we, can, uh, we, can, we, can, you know, we can make this program work, her big bug eyes, you know. And she's like, we can make it work. And she even went on CNN. And, she, and they said, and Chris Cuomo, he's like, well, how are we going to pay for that? And she just starts rambling. And he goes, okay, so how are we going to pay for it? And eventually he goes, so, okay, I guess we're not going to get an answer to that question. Now, when CNN is calling you out and saying you're avoiding my question, that's bad. You know, that's a bad sign for you. I mean, the only, the, the best thing that she has going for her, she's quasi-hot, quasi Quasi. Quasi. Yeah. I mean, she's cute, but she's got those horse teeth, like where <laughs> she could eat an apple through a chain link fence, you know? And she's just, I mean, you know, Jim Jones. 
the guy who went to South America, mm-hmm. had the cult, poisoned mm-hmm. all of his people, killed 800,000 people with the Kool-Aid. Yep. Those crazy people followed him. Same concept. With with a woman, what's her name? Uh, occasionally coherent is what I call her. Okay. AOC, Casio <laughs> Cortez. No, but my whole point is, is I get sidetracked because every time you say something in my mind goes, you know, yeah, places, yeah. But, <laughs> um, but the point is, $1,000 a month, eventually everything's going to catch up, okay? It's just like the minimum wage, right? Everyone complains and says the minimum wage should be higher, but you and I don't make minimum wage, right? Right. I'm pretty sure you don't, and I, I almost. I, I, no, you don't. I, I make a little bit above that. Right? <laughs> no, you make a lot above that. <laughs> so the point to that, though, is that if you raise the minimum wage, eventually— What is the minimum wage right now? I think it's like eight, ten dollars, ten bucks, something. Eight, $10. I, don't, I don't know. Who can survive on minimum wage? Nobody though? can. Exactly. But that's the so point. You're not extra, supposed to. An extra thousand. Listen, anybody who doesn't have money, right? Mm-hmm. If I give you extra thousand dollars, what are you going to do with that? Spend it. Yeah, you are. you're going to stimulate the economy, and you're going to spend yeah, that. You're going to put it. You're going to give it right back to the government. But what I'm telling you, though is in a very, very short time. First of all, you're going to have to find a way to come up with $1,000 a month for every family in the country. And I'm telling you, if you start looking into that and go, where are we going to get this money? You're not going to find enough people that you can run out of business and tax enough to get that money. But even on top of that, in a very short amount of time, the cost of living and inflation is going to rise to meet that. Because guess what? Here's what makes money valuable. You know what makes money valuable? the market scarcity there's not enough of it to go around mm-hmm. same thing for diamonds when you put a whole bunch of money if you just print a, a crap load of money and put it into the market then the money is worth less because it takes more of it to buy goods and services and that's the problem when you just talk about throwing money at stuff you say oh hey we're gonna we're gonna give you a thousand dollars a month like all these people that are that are out there in front of McDonald's fight for 15. Mm-hmm. Why should you be expected? Why do I have to work hard, bust my ass at a competitive job, a sales job or whatever we have to make money when I can go flip burgers to make a livable wage and be comfortable? Listen, if, if you want to flip burgers, not everybody wants to flip burgers. I'm not- pretty sure most people don't. Exactly. So at least the people who are flipping burgers and that's all they can do, why shouldn't they be able to, to, to do that and still be able to make a living of that, be able to pay for the bills? You know what I mean? The minimum wage, we just said nobody can survive off minimum wage. Exactly. So if you're a minimum wage, guess what? You have to work two jobs. You know, historically, minimum wage jobs were for people like kids, like kids that were in high school. Like when I was a kid, minimum wage. You know, I worked at a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. So I worked at a restaurant. Hey, you know, worked at a little grocery store. It's not meant. It's a entry-level job for you to get into the workplace to get experience in the workplace. It's not – you can't ex- – the whole thing is, is you should be responsible and try to better yourself. But you have career – like Louis Anderson, right now I'm on fry, I'm on lettuce, but soon it's I'll be doing fries. fries. Okay, you should aspire for more. You're right? right, but some people can't 
Some people won't be off of fries. Some but, people but won't be point. off of lettuce. Yeah, that, that's so, true. So but guess what? But so what so doing, they though, should. So should they not be able to make a living? Should they not be able to pay their bills? Should they not be able to be able to work one job and go home and be with their family? Because minimum wage, they're gonna have to work two jobs. If it's like if if it's still eight dollars or something, mm-hmm. they they're gonna have to work two jobs. But here's my point, Dante. It's no matter what you do. As far as you should let the market take care of it, there shouldn't even be a minimum wage. And I'll tell you why. Economists, not the ultra left wing economists like AOC, she actually has a degree in economics with all of these crazy batshit ideas that she has. Okay, mm-hmm. which is you just kind of scratch your head and go, really? Is it like a real degree, or did you get this like on a <laughs> this like off of like Nickelodeon? A tech school. Yeah, it's like a, did you get this from Nickelodeon? You know, you get like a certificate signing crayon, but. The problem is, is if you keep raising the minimum wage, you and I, first of all, it de- it devalues your currency because scarcity is what makes the money valuable. The United States still has one of the most powerful currencies in the world. You know, mm-hmm. if you print a whole lot of it, like Germany did back in the Nazi days and things like that, back in the forties, it becomes. I mean, they had tons of money, just wasn't worth anything. So the same thing happens. You and I, we're sitting here like, hey, you know, minimum wage went up. Good for you. Good for you, burger flipper. Thanks. Those <laughs> so, onion rings taste much better at $15 an hour running rates. But here's the problem, though. Okay. Is once you do that, they're not going to give you and I a raise to match that because eventually what's going to happen is the cost of living and inflation, everything will catch up, will catch up to it. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? Now, those people who are making $15 an hour, now their $15 buys them the same amount, uh, the same goods and services and groceries, pays the same amount of rent as 9 or $10 did three or four years ago. But guess what happens to us? We're still making, you know, same we're, thing we're making. Right. So now we're going out, and our standard of living has dropped dramatically because of that. And if you go into a minimum wage place like McDonald's or Taco Bell, which I always go through drive-through when I'm, you know, poisoning my heart and my bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. But I went into Taco Bell the other day. I knew that McDonald's was doing it. When you walk up to order, you're greeted with a touchscreen. You just go, oh. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's so guess what that. happens? I'll give you an example. Bernie Sanders. So it's less people they got to pay. Exactly, mm-hmm. because the business is still going to maintain their profit margin even when you raise the minimum wage. So what you do is all those unskilled workers that are out there yeah. shaking their sign, talking about $15 an hour, now they're out there shaking a sign saying, I'm unemployed, because they start <laughs> cutting back hours. They start firing people and doing less. Bernie Sanders, for example. I'm, I'm going to give all of my uh, campaign uh, people, $15 an hour. And then guess what happened? What? He started cutting their hours back because it was out of budget. So he's so even the king of socialism. But here's the, the same, same here's, here's the same. Here's the, the thing, though. If he cuts their hours, right, but he gives them more money, they'll still be making the same, same amount of money that they would do it if they were working a 40-hour work week. Yeah, in a microcosm. But what I'm telling you, when you do that for the whole country, because he's doing that for his staff, so they're going to be better off. But guess what's going to happen? You do that for the whole country, then 
like I said, the cost of living, inflation, everything. Everything is going up anyway, though. That's true. It does. But you should let it go up organically, not artificially, because you're raising the minimum wage. Because I can tell you, I'm not a proponent of any minimum wage. And it was like, the first thing someone says usually is, well, how can you expect someone to work for a dollar an hour? That's true. They won't. The employer will have to raise wages. He'll say, hey, we're uh, hiring at this much. Nobody applies. Nobody wants that job for that amount. So what happens is they keep raising it until someone says, okay, I'll work for that. And if someone says, okay, I'll work for that, then that's the value that, of, that that, job. of that job. So what happens is, is it keeps your inflation and your cost of living and things in check because you're not artificially raising it. But how about, like, I know in California where I'm from, right? Shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. You know why? And, yeah, because it's it's, it's, um, it's not a lot of land out there. So mm-hmm. they can keep going up on the rent, right? And the, California is about the same size as Texas. No, heck no. Texas Very is similar. way bigger. Texas is way bigger than California. Absolutely. Hold on. Let me let, let Texas me, let me, is let me get way Cammy bigger. Here. It's probably the same amount of people. Mm-hmm. It's probably the same amount of people, but Texas has way more land. Hold on, hold on. Texas square mileage of the state of Texas. Put it to the mic. The surface area of Texas is two hundred sixty-eight thousand five hundred ninety-seven square miles. Two hundred sixty-eight. Two hundred sixty-eight thousand. Okay. Square mileage of California. The surface area of California is one hundred sixty-three thousand. One hundred sixty. That's a hundred thousand miles less. I thought it was. I thought it was very similar. That's what I'm telling you. But the point is. So what they do is. They what California does, or at least I know Southern mm-hmm. California, they keep raising the rent because there's lack of land, lack of different places where they can go. So the highest bidder is moving rent, moving in. Whoever whoever is willing no, to pay the most. No, I understand that, but one of the reasons is that's happening is is because of legislation. I mean, the land is one thing. But like the cost of living, how much did it cost you to get your car registered here in Texas? Uh, I think about a hundred, hundred fifty bucks, something like Mm-mm. that. That's about uh, about eighty bucks. That's with the inspection and the tags, right? Mm-hmm. It's based on the value of your car in California. It it, it is. I mean, see, it, I never it's, got it's my like, car inspected in California. I was always you always yeah always driving like, riding dirty. You had like you had like a. <laughs> You, you could just make your tags on the printer at home exactly. and color it in with a marker and stick it in the window. Hope they didn't notice. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the policies and the social programs and thing in California is one of the things that make it so expensive. You know, people are flooding here to Texas from California yeah. to New York, and then eventually this state will go purple and then it'll go blue. And there's two reasons to that. I hope so. <sighs> Because yeah. we all want, you know, we all want tax, California's tax rates and property no, tax and everything to be the same thing here, right? No, no exactly. Don't. So my point is, they move here from California, and they're like, you know what? I don't like all these damn conservatives. I'm going to vote for liberals. They sure did California a solid, you know. See, here's the thing: California is a blue state, right? Texas is a red think? state. But now that I understand money 
right? Now I understand finances mm-hmm. and being able to keep mm-hmm. more of your money. You're voting red? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm voting against my interests. I, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. Because now I'm in a, a, a different tax bracket, right? Mm-hmm. And so even though that I am making a little money now and you know I'm able to take care of my family I still I still feel guilty I, I don't know if it's called <laughs> is it white guilt no it's survivor res- <laughs> <Okay>. survivor's remorse <laughs> that's what it is right. is where I'm like you know what because on, on one hand I feel like government programs right mm. Everybody shouldn't be on government programs. So that's why I feel like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to vote Republican. But at the you same- You actually have that feeling sometimes? I do. Hey, Dante. I do. Don't revoke your black card. You say that out loud. <laughs> we need I to do. edit this podcast, okay? I do. Kick I you do. out of the club. They're going to revoke your card. But because I understand money now, <laughs> right? right? Mm-hmm. But before, it was just, I was just loyal to- my ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. I was just right. loyal to Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. This this is the Democratic Party is the best party because we need to vote for the people, right? Mm-hmm. And this is before I understood money, before I started mm-hmm. making money, before mm-hmm. I understood how money works right. and what the different sides believed in. I'm about to make me cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before, <laughs> before I understood it. Right. But now I'm still like, you know what? Even though I, I I understand the money side of the Republicans, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be turning my back on people who actually need the help. And contrary to popular belief, there are more white people on government programs than actually black people. That they is are. true. No, I know. So I would but- be helping more white people by voting Democratic than I would be in voting Republican. So that's bad because you can't help the man. No, no, no. It's not even... <laughs> It's not even no. a man. I think it's more. It's not even. I, I feel like it's not even white or black. I think mm-hmm. it's more rich or poor. Yeah. Well, you know here's I mean? the thing. As far as I've heard that argument as well about um, there's more white people on welfare on mm-hmm. government programs things. That's because there's a very very significantly large number more of Caucasians in the country. If you go by ratios. Um, that's still, you know, as far as ratio of the population, you know, the demographic, it still um, tilts, you know, heavier in the African-American community. And that, that brings up another subject. The, the main thing that results in those things happening is fatherless homes. Right. I mean, you ever hear what Denzel Washington said? About what? Denzel Washington, my favorite actor. Yeah. Love Denzel. Any movie he's in. I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, if he made a movie about hunting down white people, I'd watch it and say it was great. Okay? It's awesome. I love him, right? So he's he said it starts in the home. There's no father. Then the streets become your mother or something of that nature, and the courts become your father, and Mm -hmm. prison becomes your home. Right. Back in the, what was it, the 50s, 60s, the single motherhood rate in the African-American community was like 20-something percent. And, they, and, and the experts like saying, this is a catastrophe. This is going to really hurt the you know, society 
in the African-American community, and now it's at 70-something percent. And all of the indicators for being incarcerated, you know, living, you know, in, in poverty, all of those have a direct link. One of the common denominators, the biggest one, is single mothers, mothers that are children that are born out of wedlock. And the same thing with the, with the white people. Mm-hmm. It was really a low percentage. Now it's 20-something. And LBJ, back in the 60s or I don't remember when it was, <clears throat> I had a friend of mine who's a liberal. He said, Glenn. He's always said, hey, let me tell you. <laughs> did you know that the government went door to door in urban environments and told the people if they didn't have a father in the home that they would qualify for government assistance. And I said, you're crazy. You're absolutely not. Whatever. Because this guy has a lot of ideas that mm-hmm. are, to me, that are kind of like, okay. You know, I'm just like, I say this stuff and I just kind of like, oh, right. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but then I listened to a talk show host who's conservative. He said the same thing. Now, to qualify that, the talk show host do you know who Larry Elder is? No. <clears throat> you ever heard of this guy? No. He's an African-American conservative. And he's pretty much the only talk radio I listen to. I don't, contrary, like, looking at me, uh-huh. my pretty bald, shaved, white head, you know, yeah. you would think that I was, you know, <laughs> Fox News, I got to listen to it every night. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. listen to Fox News. I, I don't listen to him. Like Sean Hannity. Mm-hmm. He annoys me. Yeah. I like when I listen, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> he annoys me. Um, you know, I don't listen to the left at all because I can't stand them. You know, Rachel Madcow, Madow, but yeah. you, know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, those things, I can't stand to listen to them. But Larry Elder is African-American conservative, and he's great. And, and that's what I listen to as far as news. I don't, I don't listen to either side. I mean, I'll listen to him. That's about it. I mean, but even he says, you know, even he talks about, um, you know, the fatherless thing. And he actually mentioned that very thing that my friend said. I'm like, oh, okay. Conservative guy said it, so it must be true, you know. And and, I'm being funny. No, I know. (laughs) Making sure, because the audience may not know that I'm joking. They don't know my personality, you know. They're like, listen to this jackass, you know. No, I know. I know firsthand that the woman, like, if there isn't a father in the home, like, she gets money. I know mm-hmm. firsthand. Yeah, I did. Because my, mm-hmm. my girls, my twin girls, mm-hmm. their mother mm-hmm. gets money because mm-hmm. I'm not there. Yeah. And it was a point in time where I was living with the mother. We were all together in the house. And it was like when uh, Social Security or whoever it is from mm-hmm. – when they came to the house, I had to be gone. None of my stuff could be there. Like, they had to do an inspection in bastard. order for her to qualify for this money. Sorry, bastard. I know. <laughs> I know. He was like. You know, but, but that's what I'm saying. It hurts the community. And the Democratic Party hasn't done anything to help that at all. They haven't. Yeah. That's why so many people, like there was a guy at work that came up there, had a Blexit shirt on. Mm. No, Blexit is? That's the England government? Well, that's a Brexit. That's Britain exiting 
the uh, their, their the European Union. Union. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Blexit is the is the uh, movement that your favorite female conservative um, is the head of Candace Owens. That's not my favorite. I know, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> but Blexit, this guy at work had a Blexit T-shirt on. Really? Now he had a uh, Identifexit shirt on shortly <laughs> after that, but he's not there. You know, he left. Mm. But it's you know he had a um, a shirt on that said Blexit. A lot of people, I tell you what, the Democratic Party has to be very nervous right now. A Rasmussen poll, which I don't think is accurate at all, but if it's within 10 points of being accurate, they said among African Americans, Trump has a 36% approval rating, which I think, yeah, that's not possible. But he did win 6% of the, of the, um, of the black vote, and since then, his approval numbers in all polls have gone up in the African American community. I personally have friends, mm-hmm. my buddy's father, a bunch of friends that are African American that switched and that are going to the right that voted for Trump. And I tell you what, what's really funny is leaving work. Huh? I said, I want to know why. I don't know. I just think that they kind of woke up and realized that the Democratic Party hasn't changed anything for them in the last 20, 30 years that they've been voting for them. And they're just like, screw it. What have I got to lose? Even Trump said, what do you got to lose? I mean, things haven't improved for you. But I'll tell you this. I like to profile people when I'm driving down the road, right? (laughs) Whenever I see a car with a whole bunch of bumper stickers on the back, that's a crazy liberal. <laughs> it's going to have a Beto sticker. It's going to have a sticker with a bunch of aborted baby parts on the back of it, you know. <laughs> Something. And I saw this car that had, um, I saw this car that had like a pink elephant, but it was the, the logo of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. It had, I'm pro-life. It had a Glock sticker in the back window. You know, you know what the Glock logo looks like? No. It's a big G. Got mine in my pocket if you want to see it. Oh, okay. No. It's, it's, it's got a big G, and it says L-O-C-K, right, like inside in the, the G. Yeah, 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 I think I've seen it. And that. it's pink, and mm-hmm. it was pink. Like, in other words, lady carrying a Glock. Yeah. And so I'm like, some middle-aged white lady. Uh-huh. I can see the hair sticking up. It wasn't a guy. Yeah. Unless he had a man bun and he yeah. definitely ain't working. He ain't definitely ain't voting for the right if he's got a man bun generally. Yeah. So I'm like, so I pull up next to her and I look, it's a black lady. Mm. And I'm like, right on. There you go. I'm like, hey. Because I'll tell you what, everyone thinks that there's a stigma that conservatives are racist, right? Like, oh, the curse are, are racist. I used to work with a lady. I, I could, I, I would talk to her, and she goes, you know, that makes sense. That's right. But, I, but, you know, even no matter what I said, I could never vote for the conservatives because I just, you know, I've always been taught that they were racist. And I'm like, you know, that's a stigma. And I'll tell you, I don't know any conservative, personally, that if you had an African-American conservative, okay, running on the Democratic ticket, and then you had Lily White Joe Biden over here, yeah. right? <laughs> talking about corn pop. You hear about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's talking about dealing with a gangster. Supposedly in his neighborhood, there's a gangster that was a bully or something, and, and his name was corn pop. It sounded like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, the gangster's name supposedly was corn, corn pop. Corn pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
But if you had an African American conservative and you had the whitest of white liberals, I don't know one conservative that would vote for that for white liberal. liberal. And I can tell you, like I said, I had a I had a Ben Carson bumper sticker. I love Ben Carson. I thought he was great. Why? Huh? I, why? I just thought I just liked that he wasn't a politician. He wasn't overt and obnoxious and loud like Trump. And I just liked him because I thought that I thought one of the things I thought is that he's very level headed, it's low key, and I thought that he would actually heal the racial divide in the country. I don't think so. You I think mean, so? for no, for me, I mean, he's not exactly Malcolm X. No, no, no. For me, <laughs> it, it felt like he was, for lack of a better term, a sellout. Like token. No, he was a sellout. Saying. He was just, just a face. You know what I mean? Even though he may look black. Underneath, he was white, and he was doing all what I don't even wow. say white. I ain't <laughs> wow. Here, I'm telling you what you're doing though, Dante. What? Any time a conservative African American comes out and comes to prominence, the left does exactly what you're doing. And I'm not saying that you're left. I'm just saying that that's what they do. Oh, he's a sellout. He's an Uncle Tom. You know, maybe he's just conservative and believes in conservative principles. Yeah, but that's. That's fake to me. Why? Why is that fake to you? Because you said yourself that you just feel guilty because you're when you when you think about voting Republican because you know about money now and you know about taxes and how the economy works that you feel bad. Well, here's the thing though: is the government is taking your money and doing whatever what, they want. What? Well, no. What they're doing is just saying, you know what? We're going to take your money and we're going to spend it over here to help these poor people. The the liberals don't care about the poor generally. Here's what they do is they go out and they pander to doesn't matter which race they are. They pander to people and say they play. They they basically, you know, they they look, say, look at this guy over here. He's got millions of dollars and you're living in poverty. It's not right. If you vote for me, I'm going to take his money. And make sure that you're doing better. <laughs> Guess what? The government is inefficient at everything they do. They are not in business to be efficient and do the best job they can. You go to the post office, I've seen turtles that move faster than some of these guys. Okay? You, any government entity is made to lose money. That's what they do. They lose money. Right, but... Some of those funds, some of those dollars, they may end up in people who I know. Who actually need it. Who actually need it. And I agree. But there's way too much abuse and fraud in that system. It should be revamped. It should be, if someone's permanently disabled, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But if you have someone that's totally capable of working and this is has this is not this has nothing to do with with the color of skin or anything. This right. is everybody in general. If you're capable of working and you'd rather just sit back and you have three or four kids and you're getting paid, you're abusing the system and the government should not be handing you a check every month to pay for you that that lifestyle. Yeah, I agree. No, but you still I, feel I, guilty. No, That's I what agree. I'm yeah, I still guilty feel guilty because because I was one of those people who needed. 
help. Government assistance. And there's, and there's nothing wrong with it temporarily. You know what I mean? I was I, I needed unemployment. Mm-hmm. Like I, I needed that money. Well, unemployment is something that you pay into. Yes, but it was like there's still a government assistance program. I I, I was on food stamps at one point, mm-hmm. right? I, gotcha. I was on unemployment at one mm-hmm. point. My 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 daughter's mother mm-hmm. that she's still as we speak on government assistance right now. And she's and capable of working, right? She's capable of working, but mm-hmm. you know what they did? They they charged me child support. In order for for that to pay for her government assistance, but she's so, made. She's yeah, she's think, living you know a what? life. I'm pre- I'm beginning to rethink this transgender thing. <laughs> Maybe I should undergo a transition surgery and adopt about five kids <laughs> and get the money for it. Put on a blonde wig. I'd look pretty. But to, and <laughs> to me, I feel like I probably probably been a little brainwashed, right? To think. You know the government is bad. The but the government is not for you, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been I've been conditioned to think that way, probably because of little things that I know as far as like uh, the Black Panther Party and mm-hmm. you know what what about them? different different conspiracies? How they took mm-hmm. down the Black Panther Party, COINTELPRO, different mm-hmm. things like that that mm-hmm. I've read up on to mm-hmm. figure out like. The government is all about trying to, you know, trying to can like undertake the 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 black man and this is this is what I've been taught, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I've learned throughout the years. Like the government is not for us, right? right? So, so on my mind, it's like you know what? If anybody gets over on the government, good for them. Fuck it. The government has been taking us out for so long. Fuck it. So whatever, 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 whoever can get over on the government good for them, good for them. Well, here's the thing, though, is when you get one over on the government, you're just getting one over on the people that are paying taxes. That's all. And now I understand that. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. Now I know. I but see, that's the thing is, is, you know, I mean, if you're going to if you're going to take that attitude as far as, you know, like, hey, good for you then the things are never going to improve. The government, like I said, they're taking money from other people to provide it. And here's the thing is generally a charitable organization does much better helping people who are in need than the government does because you've got a meat grinder, which is the government, that you put in a pound of beef, an ounce comes out the other side Mm -hmm. is what happens because they're not efficient. You're right. And and you let me ask you this. All these politicians, no matter what side of the aisle they're on, make $170,000 a year, are millionaires. Uh, I'm Bernie Sanders, and I love socialism, even though I have millions of dollars and three huge houses. I mean, come on. You got these people out there. They're making hand over fist. And later on, we'll talk about the Clinton Foundation, talk about money and corruption, too. So what do you think about, because right now with this new election period, mm-hmm. everybody's talking about reparations. <laughs> My thing is, how do you get reparations? You, you know how what? do you get it? <clears throat> They're pandering. Elizabeth Warren is, she's, Elizabeth Warren's pandering. Everyone that's talking about reparations is pandering. They know that even... I'll put it this way. 
extremely liberal, these self-hating, yuppie, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Those, have you seen, you probably haven't because you don't watch the same news sources I do. I don't. But you've got these, you've got these white guys that are out there, you're a straight white male, your opinion doesn't matter, you don't understand. I'm like, dude, you're a white guy, you know, and these are the people who might vote for that, but you're not going to get um, mainstream America to be cool with reparations. And here's the thing is Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Biden, they know that it's time. We have a conversation about reparations and everybody's yeah. yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Elizabeth, you tell them, you let them have it. But there's no, they don't have any intention. That's not going to happen. It will never happen. You cannot tell, you cannot take money from people and say, hey, because of something people did two, three hundred years ago, we're going to take money and give it to somebody else. It, they're just but not going to go for it. But how does Indians get money? How does, how does the Indian population, how, they're getting money. They the, are. The Asians, they're getting money. Yeah, it's a good point. So it's like the Asians? it can't happen. What Asians? I don't know. You get a car too. No, the <laughs> you know what? You know the the Indians were driven off their land, were killed in masses, almost pretty much driven to extinction. The Native Americans are, and they have reservations, things like that, and they they're not. There's very small pockets in those areas. Um, there's very small pockets of thing of people, of people in the, of people in the, uh, in. I'm sorry. Hold on. Here, go get food. Go get some meat. Yeah, here. Here, take my card. <laughs> here, go. Go get food. Go next door. There's subway. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well. There's not, I wouldn't call that reparations. The amount of money that it's going to take for reparations is. It's, mean, not, that, it's not anything, anything different from what Adrienne is saying. $1,000 a month? Yeah. And like I said, that's a horrible idea. The country can't afford it. The country can't afford it. There's billion dollar companies in the United States. The, the top three, Google, Facebook, and the S&P. If you just tax them a billion dollars a piece, screw it. Take their money. A billion dollars. Everybody gets a, a billion dollars. Okay, a billion dollars. How many African Americans are there in the United States? Shit, I don't know. A lot. <laughs> yeah, they're about thirteen percent of the population. So let let's, let me let me get out my trusty phone here. Let me do the math. A but billion, I'm saying three say billion did, dollars. Let's say you did ten billion. Divide. Okay. Yeah, do ten billion. Ten billion. Ten for a, billion dollars. Yes, ten billion dollars for. A, Sound like Doctor Evil. Yeah, <laughs> ten, ten billion dollars. Billion okay. dollars. So you have three hundred and thirty thousand or million people in the United States, right? Okay. Divided okay. by one thousand. How many people is that? Okay, no, it's three hundred thirty million African Americans make up thirteen percent of the population. So we'll multiply that by point one three. Okay. Okay. So that's forty-two million nine hundred thousand people in the American in, in the United States in America. Forty-two are, million. 
vodka strong. I know. Uh, <laughs> 42.9 million, right? Yes. Okay. Now, so we got 42,900,000 people. Okay. Okay. Now, if you took $10 billion, right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of, a lot of zeros here. I got to count them. It's $10 million. $10 billion, and you divided that by, by $42,900,000. Okay. You know how much that is? How much? $233. A $233? A, $233? a month? Did you do no, it by a that's month? that's the total. Oh, shit. So, if you want to... So, that's 233 a year? No. That's one time lump sum, baby. That's not counting taxes that they're going to take. $233. Shit. Yeah, it's not enough to affect anything at all. That's why I'm saying reparations is not practical. Now, whether, whether or not it should happen, totally different thing. But practically, it's not going to happen. It's, it won't. I'm telling you, practically, reparations won't happen. Because if you took ten billion dollars from people, it's not it's not. I mean, two hundred thirty-three dollars. Right, but ten billion over. Let's okay. The top three is Google, <laughs> Facebook, and S and P. Yeah, those you are said the that. top yeah, three. Yeah, that was not even the top ten billion dollar companies. Mm-hmm. Top ten billion dollar companies okay. in America. I'll put it this way. So everybody should be able to give at least two billion. That's that's at least twenty billion. But now you said you understand money, right? I do. You take all these billions of dollars from these companies, mm-hmm. and guess what? They're not doing after you take all that money. They're not investing in growth, which creates jobs, which will make much more than two hundred thirty-three dollars a lump sum one-time payment. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it's not going to happen. I mean. We need something, though, man. Like, what do you need? I'm, I don't know. We need something. And black people have built America. Black people have built it. At least the East Coast. They built it. They need something. We need something for our, 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 our labor that we gave freely to this country. We need something. You have to accommodate somehow. There's no way you can accommodate everybody else. I tell you what. What do you mean accommodate everybody else? You gave the Indians money. You gave the Asians money. Like the, even the immigrants, they were able to get business loans. Like you give yeah, them I something. With that. You know, it's really funny. Speaking of that, my wife is like, I don't know why the American citizens don't start businesses and do better than they do. Immigrants come over here and they start businesses and they do so well. And and I'm like, it's because they give them loans where they pay no interest. And they say, here, pay it back 10 years later. And she's like, she looks at me and she's like, what? I'm like, yeah. She goes, that's stupid. I'm like, and welcome to America. You know, now, now this is a woman who came from Mexico, right? And carries a Glock and, uh-huh. you know, she's carried a Glock in her purse. She's always strapped. You don't mess with her. She ain't going to cut you. She's going to shoot you. You know, the stereotype is broken there, baby. Right? So, and she voted for Trump as well. And, you know, Hillary came out and she said, she said, 
you know, it's because of these conservative women have been, or these women have been told how to vote by their husbands and their boyfriends and their family. My wife, she'll be at work and she'll be like, oh, what'd you think? They'd be talking about politics. What do you think? And they're expecting her to jump in on their side. She's like, no, I'm from Mexico, especially when it comes to gun control. She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I believe everybody should have a gun, you know, at least the people who are responsible. I'm sorry, I was reading the text. I know. I was waiting on you. <laughs> I was waiting on you. But, <laughs> you know, it is really funny, though, being that I speak Spanish and the culture. I know the culture pretty and well. And you speak Spanish fluent. I mean, it's not 100% fluent. But, like, at, at work, people call me. I talk to people all the time in, in Spanish. Like, at home, my wife talks to me probably about 60 to 70% of the time in Spanish. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She understands it, but she's not. I mean, my my daughter is here with us, so she understands yeah. it, but she's not. She doesn't speak it as well. But. I think you should learn it. Like, seriously. Mm. It, we had a conversation a about that the other day. People, <laughs> people were telling her, you know, like some people in our circle of confidence that may not be related to us or may be. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, people that we know in, in the family, they're like, they're like, hey, you should learn Spanish. Like, you should learn English. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> on, you've been here for 20 years. Learn English, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. See, English. I grew up in L.A., so I know very little Spanish. It looks like you had to learn at least a little mm-hmm. bit in order to, you know, formulate a sentence mm-hmm. or at least be able to understand a little bit of like I wish I knew like Spanish like real well. Mm-hmm. So why? Because people want to expect me to know Spanish. They expect you? No, I wish they because they don't expect me. Oh. So a so lot you can of times, surprise them. Yeah. So a lot of times in L.A., you know, you're yeah. talking to somebody and they're speaking Spanish. Hey, I don't want a negrito. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like I heard negrito and I know what that means, but I don't <laughs> yeah. know the rest of it was. Exactly. What the hell are they over there saying? I want you know? them to not know that I know Spanish. I can tell you this. Um, here's the one thing that you don't say when people ask you, do you speak Spanish? Uh-huh. And you go, Paquito? Yeah. That's keyword for, no, nah, I don't know what the hell you're saying. <laughs> so yeah, what should say I say? Más o menos? No. Because you got to say it with the right accent. Oh, you can't okay. say, Maso menos. Me. And they're like, oh, they're like, he don't speak nothing. He don't know. It's like, just tell them no. Just tell them no. Okay. Because then, either way, if you tell them yes, they're going to test you. Mm, they gonna, I, they're going to say something to you, and they're like, ah, uh, he's BSing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, if you say, no, nah, I don't know, then... St- they're still going to say the same thing either way because they're going to yeah. test you and yeah. they're going to talk and they're like, oh, he don't understand. Yeah. You know, either way, whether they're going to talk trash about you and they, they, I'm not saying that they do. No, know, I know they do. But I know, I know, I know 90% of the time I've dealt with somebody who speaks Spanish uh-huh. is always talking shit. You think so? Oh, yeah. Why? I guess the, most of the people who I've dealt with were either... Because they're racist? Is that what you're trying to no, say? No, 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 not racist. <laughs> not racist. But... In L.A., when I was when I was living, you don't in see LA, many very many Hispanic people with a white hood on, right? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so, with dealing with uh, most of the Hispanics in L.A., mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. a lot of them like you know if you don't know the language mm-hmm. then they kind of sing you as like outcast mm-hmm. so majority That's of the weird people, in the united yeah. states you're an outcast because you don't speak spanish exactly right <laughs> so mm-hmm. a lot of them who i was speaking with were either like mechanics or mm-hmm. day laborers mm-hmm. so they would be you know talking wow yeah, it's amazing to, that you would just characterize all Hispanics as day laborers. No, no, no. I said the one that I. It's almost like they're with. all rapists or no, killers. No, no. Yeah, the ones like who I've spoke to. Right. I the guess. one who I spoke to, <laughs> through a day laborer. Because the only mm-hmm. time I really had to really like speak Spanish or understand mm-hmm. Spanish, I was either getting my car fixed or I, I wow. needed to move. Cleaning so, your house, maybe. Busting nah, your tables. I mean, Is that what you're saying? I never, no, I never got nobody <laughs> clean my house. <laughs> But that's the only time I that I was really affected. Like, I wonder what the fuck he's saying right now. Because I know yeah. he's speaking Spanish. And I know he, he's talking shit. Or he's saying something to his buddy. Like, hey, fucking just get the couch. We'll we'll make some money later. Or something. It was always something that they were yeah. saying. Where you I know, was like, damn, I wish, it would, I wish I would have known what he was saying. That's. I mean, maybe that's a little paranoia. Maybe. I don't know. I mean... Th- I used to work in the cable industry, right? And I would come across people all the time that had either hooked up their cable. In some of these apartment complexes we'd go to, it's a really funny story. I don't think I ever told you. We would go to these apartment complexes, and we would go to these apartments where back in the day, you could actually just plug in all your cable lines outside, and you could watch cable. You uh-huh. you'd steal it, bootleg cable. I'm sure you've had it before. Oh, of course, of course not. Yeah, yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. We don't do, we do that, that. and where but, from. Oh, yeah. Not in Cali. But here's what would happen is one time where I would go into these apartments and these apartments would all have cable plugged in. I checked my list and none of them were supposed to be hooked up. <laughs> right. And so I used this. I used the uh, I used this to my advantage. Right. Because this was a heavily um, like everybody that lived there were they're Hispanic. So I'm sitting there, I'm unplugging all the lines, and through the window I can see this TV screen go, and it goes blue. It goes from whatever they're watching. So I go knock on the door. I'm like, yeah, I really didn't want to go talk to them this soon. But you want to go talk to them because they're going to like find a reason to BS you and say, no, 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 I'm okay. We don't want it, whatever, right? But if you catch them as soon as it goes off, they don't have an excuse or a, or a plan you know, as to what they're going to do. Right. I go in there, and this lady speaks English. She looks like she probably a white lady, probably married a Hispanic guy, speaks fluent Spanish. And her friend was there. And I'm like, hey, yeah, sorry. A lot of these people moved in, and the lines were on. They might have actually not even went out and hooked it up. A lot of these lines were already on and, and plugged in because mm-hmm. it's been unplugged in for years. You know, people have been just bootlegging cable forever. They move in, hey, the cable's on, you know. Right. <laughs> so I'm telling her, hey, you know, line's on. I just wanted to... Uh, give you a chance to get it you know it's no big deal we're not here you know accusing you of anything but uh just wanted to you know let you know if you wanted to have it you know we could get it set up for you and and uh she said okay uh, that's cool we moved in so i'm like yeah it's no problem you know we don't come in like pointing the finger at you unless we unhook it and then come back and it's back on right then we know something's up yeah and so her friend who didn't speak in english is like asking like hey, hey what's going on what's going on in spanish and she's responding to her in Spanish. And she says, oh, they're unhooking our cable because we don't have an account. You know, it's been on. We haven't been paying for it. So like, and the lady's like, oh, my gosh, mine's on, too. I better go home and check mine, see if they cut mine off. 
and they're all speaking in Spanish. And I'm just sitting there writing up the order. I'm not saying a word. Playing, you know, normal look on my face. And then finally, after they get through talking for a while, the lady's like, well, how much is it? Ask her friend, how much is it? I turn to her and I speak Spanish. I'm like, well, we're doing a promotion right now. You can get it. And her eyes get big. She goes, you did that on purpose, didn't you? I said, yeah, absolutely I did. Gotcha. See, that's, I, that's why I wish I knew Spanish. You know, it's not, it's not like that, though. I mean, I tell everybody, like, like, man, what's the best way to learn Spanish? I ask them, you married? And they go, yeah. So get a divorce and hook up with a Spanish chick. And they're like, <laughs> that's the best can't way. Do that. <laughs> like, well, you're not, you're not truly dedicated yeah, enough. Yeah, to you're not learn Spanish. it bad enough. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I can't do that. Like, well, you're not dedicated, my friend. You got to be dedicated. You really don't want to learn Spanish. You don't want to learn it that bad. You know, so <laughs> that's what I tell them. Yeah. So, how, how long you and your wife have been married? She's Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's from Mexico. How long you guys been married? Uh, coming up on 17 years. So at least 17 years she's been speaking to you in Spanish for 60%, you said? Yeah, uh, maybe 50%. I don't know. I don't I don't sit at home and go, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, but half the time. Yeah, but half the time. Um, she's talking to you in Spanish. Yeah, but I already spoke it before. Oh, Because okay, okay. I worked in a... In an environment, I took a couple. Of, I had a girlfriend in high school that was Hispanic as well, but I really didn't learn it. I learned some in Spanish class in high school, like a semester or two, but that was it. You know, just a semester, two, and you just really remember the sentence structure, like how the the verbs and the nouns are transposed as compared to English. So they don't say green car; they say car green. You know, right. So it's different. Right. But her father hated me. Um, come in every time I was there he's like you start cussing and stuff in Spanish and then we split up she started dating some really undesirable gentleman who was like not a very good person so I'm thinking bet you miss me now yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) talking crap about me now look at this dude she's dating yeah Uh you got your hands full don't you but you know that really she didn't that really didn't have anything to do with learning Spanish. I mean, it was really two years in high school. I took a couple of classes in college, but that was just because I already spoke it. I just wanted to get credit. Like they had, it was an online course. You actually, back in the day before they had YouTube and stuff, you had to go rent these videotapes and watch the videotapes and you could do an online course to learn Spanish. To learn Spanish. Yeah. It was like at at Brookhaven college here locally or in the, like around Addison, North Dallas. And I already spoke it, so I looked at the test questions. I'm like, well, you don't even have to watch the video. None of the other answers to the question make any sense, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just, like, turned the videos in and just took all the tests, and I was good. But I also worked where we had a lot of um, people that worked with me in, the, in a company I worked with for a while um, that spoke Spanish. And then um, I met a a young lady there started dating her that when I said, hello, how are you? And she's like, huh? <laughs> like, that's pretty basic. So, you know, I already spoke it when I met her, but now that I'm with her for quite a while, you know, it's just gotten better over time. Cause you know, I'll be, I'll come home and there'll be like a Spanish TV show on. And I'm like, and the first thing I walk to the door, I hear, dun, dun, dun. 
dun 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 you know it's a dramatic moment you know <laughs> somebody's about to slap somebody or something yeah. you know I, I don't know but I've always I've I have I was married previously okay to a to a a Caucasian woman okay um but pretty much most of my history has been Latin brown and down okay brown and dark brown and down light tan to darker you know so yeah. I've dated you know, I've dated Hispanic women, black women, you know, different things. Oh, okay. See, only my only Spanish is a little bit of just running into people in LA. In LA, you got to know Spanish. Yeah, it's like almost like a prerequisite for moving to LA. You got to know at least a little Spanish. That's that's what I've heard. I got an yeah. ex friend that's from there, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, pretty much you got to learn a little bit." And so I and I know that I mean a lot of Los people, Angeles, Los Angeles, yes, Los Angeles, yes. You gotta know it. That's that's pre Mexico or old Mexico. It is pretty much most of the United States, or at least half of it was. San Diego, San Diego. It's yes. amazing. It's beautiful climate, beautiful city. You know, weather's perfect. It gets yes. up to eighty degree, and they're like panicking. Stay indoors. You know, I'm gonna get a heat stroke. <laughs> you're like, dude, it's 105 outside. Yes, you know here. And I real estate. I, I talked to a guy on the phone the other day. He's like, yeah, I live in a 1,400 square foot house at 750 thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm like, in 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 California. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, that's expensive for there even. So I don't yes. know. He must have been in a nice area with small houses. But I'm telling you, that's why so many people are are moving out of there to here. I know people that have sold their house there, moved here, bought a house, cash, two to three times as big as a house and nicer than what they have there, and put 50, 60 grand in the bank. No, I like, know. Hey, it's great. And now I'm going to go vote for that guy who screwed up the same people that screwed up my state. <laughs> That's why you see, these, you see these billboards here in Texas where they're like, don't California my Texas. You ever I haven't seen, those? seen that. Yeah, look it up. Don't California my Texas. There's billboards. Now, it could be fake, and I will tell you this as well. They did a study that said who is most likely to spread, like, you know, those articles on Facebook that you see, these mm -hmm. memes and things that yeah. are, you look at it, you go, yeah, that's not true. Conservatives yeah. are actually more likely to send those and believe them, which is unfortunate. It ticks me off. So when I see those things, when I see stuff like that, it makes me angry because I'm like, you know, it's I. I almost feel, yeah. Here you go. I almost feel like, like those are stickers and signs stuff. Says, "Don't California my Texas." Um, <laughs> it's crazy. I almost feel like those are left wing plants, oh, as yeah. far as you know, articles and stuff like that. Just trying to, you know, trying to trick people into to looking stupid. Right. You know? And right. I, and as far as that goes as well. One thing I did want to mention. Is the whole birther thing with What's Bertha? Birther? Yeah. You know what birther thing is? No. Educate me. The birther movement is where people were saying that Barack was not born in the United States. Oh. Okay. That's the birther movement, right? Oh, okay. For the record, I was never on board with that. I never believed that. Now That's just crazy. I, I know, because here's the thing is if he wasn't born here. How long do you think that would be kept a secret? Exactly. And that's why people talk about conspiracy theories like 9-11. I'm like, you can't keep anything secret. 
that's gonna come out. I mean, it's gonna leak. That stuff is not something that I mean. All this Trump investigation with the the Comey report and things like that. I mean, you think that that's? I mean, all that stuff that's leaking that's coming out. I mean, like you kept hearing stuff all throughout the investigation. Anonymous sources closer close to the report have confirmed. <laughs> and what this was, this was Comey's people leaking that yeah. stuff out, which is illegal. They yeah. should do that. Now that brings me to another point, is during that whole investigation with the Mueller report, do you know how that got started? No. Okay. The DNC. Because I read a little bit of it, but it was okay. too long. So I only read like two pages. Like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Going to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, I mean, right. exactly. <laughs> Here's what happened is the DNC was, and, and everything that I tell you is accurate as far as I know. So, mm-hmm. like, the stuff that I read, investigated, you know, the DNC was going bankrupt. So they looked for the Clintons to bankroll the Democratic National Committee, okay? And they actually paid a company called Fusion GPS to do opposition research. Fusion GPS hires another shill company, you know, so it goes through a couple of different companies. We're going to hire you. We're going to hire you. And they find this guy, this British secret agent named Steele. His last name is Steele. I don't know. Maybe Remington Steele. I don't know. I'm just joking. You know who yeah, Remington Steele is? Yeah, right? the okay. porn star. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it was a TV show. Oh, no. In the I don't 80s know that. with Pierce Brosnan. You're talking about a porn star? Yeah, I don't know that guy. Okay. You know the porn, porn star, star guy, but not Pierce Brosnan. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so the Steele guy comes up with the dossier with all this information, this salacious information about Trump and having hookers urinating on him and peeing and and he paid him to pee on his bed and stuff trump's a germaphobe that's crazy i mean he he is he's a germaphobe is he yeah he's known as a germaphobe but the whole thing is is the dossier that he put together was unconfirmed and full of just stuff that was just kind of like accusations and hearsay and the fbi took that information that's why they're this is why they took so much heat the FBI took that information and went to a judge to secure that FISA warrant to start the investigation. And when you go to the judge, you have to say, hey, yes, we believe this information is accurate and true. And they knew that it was BS, right? Mm-hmm. They knew that it wasn't true. Like all this stuff's in here. They're like, yeah, that's crazy. But they used it to start this whole thing. So the whole thing was started I mean, you lied to a judge. That's what we call illegal. You know, you can't lie to the judge to start this investigation. And so, the, but the police do it all the time. So it's not nothing so it's new. Okay. No, it's not. No, I'm not saying it's okay. <laughs> but the police do it all the time. They they lie to the judge and to they get search warrants, and that's wrong. Yeah. But my, but my whole point is is the whole thing was based. They went to the FBI or they went to the judge. The FBI went to the judge. And said, you know, we have this information. We want to do an investigation, blah, 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 blah. And they started this investigation based on stuff they knew was not accurate. That's how they actually got the warrant to start the investigation. Everything started. So it was all done that way. So, you know, people are upset. The people, you didn't, you had no idea about that, right? No. Exactly. Well, that's my point is 
all you hear is Trump colluded with the Russians. Well, Mueller didn't come up with that same conclusion. He here's what they, he said. He goes the the con- conclusion of it was well, you know, we don't have any solid concrete evidence that he colluded with the Russians, which is what the Mueller report basically came out and said. But we can't say that he didn't. <laughs> okay, that's kind of like. Dante was accused of raping this young lady, you know, just hypothetically. Uh-huh. But you know what? We can't prove it, Dante. We can't prove that you raped her. But that doesn't mean you didn't. <laughs> Justice system doesn't work that way. Right. But they, I, the couple of pages that I did really in the Mueller report, it did specifically name certain people that was in his campaign um, that did receive financial uh, investments from people from the Ukraine, people from Russia. They did receive money. He did say that. But was it what was it from? I, I, I'm not familiar with all of it. I don't was know it where from? it was from. It, it just says Ukraine and Russia, Russia entities. Mm-hmm. They did receive money from. Okay. Yeah. But I don't. I know. mean, that could have been. And it said it did say that FBI before their actual report that they actually mm-hmm. ten months before mm-hmm. FBI was already investigating them. And so they just the FBI just turned on the evidence that they had. Right. You know, when he said he came out and said like a couple of years ago, you know, Trump Tower, my campaign's been wiretapped. Um you know, they're they're investigating me and everybody's like, oh, oh, oh he's paranoid, he's crazy. And they come to find out he's not he was crazy. crazy. It, I mean he is crazy. But, yeah, he is crazy. But he was right. They were investigating <laughs> him and he knew. He knew and he said, like, I've been wiretapped. They actually had people that were spying on his campaign from within, people that were in his administration that were giving the FBI information. Now another thing is the people who investigated him, Peter Strzok probably never heard that name right no peter strock had a mistress he was having an affair with a lady named lisa page he was in charge of investigating trump their text messages their text messages back and forth were you know we've got an alternate plan we can stop him he can't be president those are the types of messages they were sending back and forth this is the guy who's investigating him so as far as being biased yeah that's the definition of bias right there this is the same guy who investigated the whole Hillary email thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, he, then you come out and you find out that the Hillary email investigation, do you know what that was about? No, not exactly, no. Hillary, when you have, when you're a government official, she was Secretary of State, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to use official government email that's encrypted and secured so outside entities don't get access to it. Okay. Well, some people that she knew um, actually hosted an email server for her out of their bathroom closet in their apartment in Colorado. Okay. (laughs) Okay. This is where information was being, she was using her personal email to send information, government information. And some of these programs were top secret and some of them were called special something something files which is actually a level above top secret and they've looked and investigated and they know that it has been accessed by other countries upon more than one occasion like they suspect the chinese and the russians have both accessed that and got information off your email now 
that being said, Loretta Lynch, you know, the attorney general in the Obama administration had, you know, she was, they were, the FBI was investigating it, right? Right. Okay. Well, when the FBI finishes their report, they give it to the attorney general with their, their, with their suggesting there is enough information where we believe a crime is committed. And then the attorney general decides, yes, we're going to, you know, we're going to prosecute or file charges, whatever. Right. Well, they emails were leaked showing that they were already working on the documents, the exoneration, you know, speech and everything before they interviewed her. To the best of my knowledge. So and another thing is Loretta Lynch is on a plane and Bill Clinton just happens to be at the same airport. So they just hop on the plane together for 30 minutes while it's sitting on the tarmac. And they just have a conversation. Well, what did you guys talk about? Oh, we just talked about the grandkids. You know, we didn't talk about the investigation into Hillary at all. And they were even told by the administration to refer to the investigation as a matter, not an investigation. Mm. And they changed the verbiage of it as extreme carelessness. Have you ever heard of anyone that's investigating anything like that where they call it extreme carelessness? Um, not in not in the legal field you want. Yeah, no. You know why? Why? Because gross negligence is a crime. Mm. Extreme carelessness is not designated as, as a crime. A crime. Uh. And so you've got Slick Willie. Hey, Loretta. Let's jump on this plane real quick and talk about the kids' soccer match. We're not going to talk about this investigation into my wife. Yeah. You know, think of all the tang I can pull back in the White House again. You know. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, you know who Danny Williams is? No. I think I've showed you this before. Danny Williams? Danny Williams, yeah. Hold no. on, I'll show you. See, like I said, I don't follow politicians and I don't know names. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. they've been in the news like heavily, mm-hmm. I probably won't know who they are. Well, that's I know Jeff Sessions. Mm-hmm. I know um, who else? What is the uh, the other girl name that took over? Oh fuck! I can't remember her name either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know well, that's the thing is, I mean, you should really keep up with it. I mean. I keep up with it because I'm passionate about it. You're yeah, kind of like, I don't care. Oh, okay, because I, yeah, I, really, yeah. I, I know I'm gonna get fucked by either one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so really here you go. Hold on, let me show you. Here you go. This is a young gentleman whose mother um, was a prostitute in Little Rock. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it's got a picture of him next to another very famous person. Oh, Bill. Fact check. Was Bill Clinton's love child found dead? No, that's Snopes. They were saying, they were thinking that someone posted something that Danny Williams was found dead. Who who is this guy? He is a guy, he's a young man who claims that Bill Clinton is his father. How so? Look at the resemblance. Look at those pictures. They don't look nothing alike to me. Yeah, they do. Look, come here. Let me give they, you another. They don't another. look nothing alike. Well, one of them has a better. What's tan. his name? Danny Williams. Danny. Danny. Danny Williams. Williams. And I'm guessing he has his mom last name. 
Mm-hmm. So who's the mom? I don't know. I don't know her name. But <laughs> rumor is that Slick Willie had a love child with this prostitute. Okay. So I'm telling you, just look up other pictures. You'll see. I will. Just look it up. <laughs> no, I'm telling I don't you, believe that, though, man. They look nothing alike. That one, I believe. The 50, 60 billion, 60, 50 or 60 people that the Clintons have supposedly had killed, I don't believe that they had them all killed. But I can tell you what, the dude who leaked all those emails that made Hillary look bad at the election, I think his name was Seth Rich, uh-huh. who ends up shot to death in front of his apartment at 2 a.m., not robbed. First of all, why is he outside at 2 a.m.? I don't know. Maybe him and Jesse were going to get a Subway sandwich. <laughs> Maybe some dudes with MAGA hats jumped Jesse out. Jesse Schmule. Schmule. Jesse Schmule. Schmule. <laughs> Maybe him and Jesse were going to get a sandwich, and, you know. Same those two Nigerians with MAGA hats. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I'm saying, guy ends up dead. You know, he ends up dead outside his apartment. He wasn't robbed. He was just killed. I know people. A friend of mine, his ex-wife's uncle, was involved in some things where he was going to testify against Slick Willie and Hillary. And he uh, comes up dead. He committed suicide, supposedly. Yeah, but I don't believe that. I tell I, you what. I, yeah. There's I, too much coincidence if you look into all of it. Some of those people died under very suspicious circumstances, and the investigations weren't properly done. Now, it could be that the Clintons have the worst luck, or rather, in their case, the best luck, because when someone's going to testify against them, yeah. they end up dying. I mean, I saw a picture of a tire, like as a cartoon, and it's a tire, and it says, I have information on the Clintons. Next thing you see is this tire's got a rope around it. It's hanging from a tree like a swing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just telling you. Listen, I feel like they're very, if anybody, the Clintons are very capable of putting out a hit on people. Very capable. I I mean. As a matter of fact, you might need to retract this part of the podcast. No, no. Fuck it. You know, if I end up dead, you know who the fuck did it. The fucking Clintons. If I, if I end up dead, I'm going to do like, oh, I don't know. That probably would be a good place to hide. I was going to do like uh, Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle just go to South Africa. Hey, you he might he, need to. He just said he wanted to lay low, and what better place to be unnoticed than Africa? Yeah, you, know, you like, might hey, need to. I'm a black dude walking around Africa. That's not no very one. conspicuous, you know? Yeah, nobody will know who you are. Right. <laughs> Yo, man, I appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate it. This is an yeah. interesting conversation. Well, I hope this is the best one you've had so far. Second best. Second best? Yes. Which was the first? Um, Do you the have a celebrity? One. Who? You have a celebrity? No, 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 no. Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> Not that level yet, right? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to I'm gonna have to reserve your status as the black Joe Rogan for a little bit longer. Than <laughs> you, <right? laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming through doing this no for problem. me. You didn't tell me I was going to have to change the time zone on my watch on the way over here. Man, listen. This is the only place where I can get this, this type this of atmosphere. room. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Gotcha. I don't know where anywhere else unless I come to the office, but hey, it's a good place. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Laid back, chill. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like in the cut a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So quiet. Yeah, there's only place I can get 
Unless you want to come to my house. Where you live? Well, no, nah, I'm not going to say that on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling on here. <laughs> Yo, man, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Thank y'all for tapping in. Thanks, Glenn. Do you have anything? You don't You don't do social media, right? Uh, No. Okay. I don't advertise anything. Uh, not okay. until they legalize weed. Oh. Then I'm going to start selling it. No, I don't do it. No, listen. But- that is a real, like, that's another conversation, but mm-hmm. I'm 100% for that. And you know I think what? black people should be the first one in line to be able to sell it. <laughs> At the weed dispensary? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll put it this way. When I was a kid, I was very much against it, okay? Now, th- I'm, I'm staunchly conservative, right? Uh-huh. So everybody that hears this will be like, oh, Glenn said that? No, but I'm st- I believe alcohol is much more detrimental than marijuana. 100%. I mean, yeah. I, I 100%. Now, I don't condone either one, you know, or, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I don't think that it's like people say it's a gateway drug. That's stuff that your grandma used to say, you yeah, know, absolutely, yeah. I know when I was a kid, I agreed with it. And I'll tell you why just to, you know, just to touch on that before you, before you kick off. Back in the day when I was a kid, the people who smoked weed were the stoners who that's all they live for. Like mm-hmm. they just, you'd see them all the time. They're like, hi, that's, that's what they live for. Weed. Yeah. And like, I'll play Xbox live and I'll hear people like, they'll, that's all they talk about is weed. Some of them still, <laughs> but now you have people that they go home, smoke, smoke, go to sleep, come back to work. And they do better than I do. Absolutely. At their job. Yeah. So I mean, you know what? Completely relaxed, mm-hmm. chilled. Their muscles are relaxed. Mm-hmm. The brain is actually functioning on a high level because yeah, they got that good sleep. That's, That's what it is. I don't know. Now, I also know of a guy from a long time ago who smoked himself retarded, as James Dave Chappelle said in Half Bay. Now, he smoked so much. <laughs> he smoked so much that he was just like, I mean, you could see that look in his eye, and his eyes were always looking everywhere, and you could yeah. tell something was wrong. He must got a bad batch. Yeah, uh, maybe somebody laced it with that some of that stuff that Smokey got. Yeah, <laughs> for Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, right. thank y'all again. Right. This has been the Tap In Podcast. Peace.